You are listening to the Campus Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Dinah Jansen. Each Wednesday on CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, I welcome a new guest from Queen's University to discuss news, issues, upcoming events, initiatives, and services for the benefit of Queen's students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Thanks for tuning in to this podcast, and we hope you enjoy the episode. everyone. Welcome to Campus Beat. I'm Dinah Jansen. On April 21st, almost 100 prospective Queen's engineering students took to the virtual campus and experienced Queen's in a whole new way. They toured the campus, hunted for eggs, and joined a lively Q&A with the Dean on a dedicated Minecraft server that replicates the campus itself. And here today to talk about this fun, innovative way to visit Queen's virtually are Alex McKinnon, fourth-year computer engineering student and co-president of QCraft, the Queen's Minecraft team, as well as Kevin Deluzio, Dean of the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Science. Welcome, Alex and Kevin. It's great to be here. Thanks so much, Dinah. Oh, hello. All right. (laughs) So, Alex, tell us about Minecraft and your Minecraft club. Uh, For sure. Um, So, uh, Minecraft is... um, you know, have, has been around for over a decade now. Um, and uh, a lot of our club members have been playing since maybe middle school or so individually. So um, uh, we um, decided to, uh, I suppose when, when the pandemic hit, um, Minecraft sort of um, gained popularity with everyone being inside and whatnot. And um, this club kind of was a result of that surge in popularity. So um, our team, uh, we're all pretty, uh, pretty, um, all loved Minecraft well before. And then I guess we connected on um, various online platforms last spring for uh, for this stuff. So I guess um, I'll just start with where the club began. uh, both Cooper and Vasa, also um, uh, the same year as me in computer engineering, um, approached me last spring after they had uh, built this um, sort of, had, had the idea of bringing uh, Queen's campus online. Uh, since everything shut down, I think it was like March 13th or something, um, uh, everyone was sort of missing campus. The transition online was as smooth as it could have been at the time. Um, but uh, yeah, we missed each other and we also missed campus. So um, Cooper and Vasa got together originally and um, generated this this online um, like footprint of campus and area from both topological maps, uh, like GIS data, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then they overlaid uh, satellite imagery um, on top of that topological data to create like the footprint for campus. Um, in order to essentially set up this project of creating campus online. Um, Minecraft is a phenomenal tool for building things like this. Um, mm-hmm. And having that footprint allowed um, people who joined the team uh, as builders to not worry about scale issues or um, organization and simply just take the footprint of a building and build it how they saw fit. Um, and it, it, so playing fast and loose with engineering because engineers need to be, need to think about things like scale on a regular basis, I assume. Exactly. It was the classic engineering problem of how do we set up this, uh, this campus, right? How do we easily do it? And how do we make it easy for the artists to come in? So um, 
I'm no artist, but um, where I came in was they approached me to help uh, host the uh, the um, the platform, the server we had, because uh, my expertise are more in uh, server management. I'm an avid Minecraft player, but um, not very good at creativity <laughs> for it. So, um, so after the three of us got together, we started um, building, and we had some pretty good. Um, uh, a lot of interest was um, there was a lot of interest online with both the uh, Queen's unofficial Discord server as well as the Reddit page that we have, and that's mostly where we got the initial team of builders. Um, a lot of current students and a lot of um, recently graduated alumni at the time. So, well, that sounds like fun, and it's a really great way to stay connected with each other while you're still studying separately in your respective homes, for example, while also maintaining contact with recent alumni, too. What a fun initiative. Exactly. Okay, so tell us more. Uh, you've t- you touched on it a little bit, Alex. Can you tell us a little bit more about the design? How are folks determining things like scale in these builds and even interior design and ultimately collaborating together. How do you know if you're not both building the theological hall, if, if three people, can three people work on the same building at once? For somebody who doesn't play Minecraft, I've never been in the Minecraft space myself, other than the virtual tour from what I could see uh, on the internet. Uh, I have never actually experienced it myself. What's it like to collaborate together and, uh, yeah, work on the same building or create the same space or, and how do you figure out who's doing what? How do, what does the collab look like? For sure. Um, so we uh, manage a lot of um, what we do for uh, building ensuring that we um, schedule, like schedule, not schedule, sorry. Uh, um, we uh, organize our, our builders sort of, originally it was a build what you want um, it, it's sort of an open world. So um, the initial way that we did things was we would place an in-game sign with our, our username in front of the building. And uh, we would say this building is currently being built by X, Y, you know, mm-hmm. one person, two person, three people. Um, and these people would uh, essentially use our online platform Discord to um, voice chat while they uh, build things in-game. So they, they could coordinate um, with each other uh, how they wanted to do things. And then um, because you can see each other in the game, uh, you can organize each other to sort of start on this side of the building versus uh, your friend might start on the other side of the building. And um, then you kind of just go at it while talking. So okay. uh, regarding scale, though, uh, each block is about one meter wide, uh, I believe. That's how we um, generated the world. And if you think about it, it's um, each uh, in-game player is about just under two blocks tall. So um, I guess everyone's like two meters tall in this game, but <laughs> or just under. Uh, but you, you can imagine the detail is quite difficult to set up when your, your um, scale is, is that large. So there's a lot of really creative people who use really creative tools and ideas to um, ensure detail is, is uh, present in all these buildings. So One thing that I found really neat uh, as well, just, uh, just when 
uh, while I was looking through some of the photos, for example, you can also see some of the interiors are starting to be completed too. So when we're looking at Queen's University campus in this Minecraft space, you're not just looking at it in a three-dimensional uh, overview of the outside of the building. You can actually walk into a door and it looks like the inside of this or that particular building too, to the best, to the best ability possible. That's really neat too. So is it, are these being built block by block from the inside out as well? Is that how it works? Right. Um, so um, the order is essentially we, we build the um, outside of the building, kind of the facade all around. Okay. Uh, and then we have like a hollow building on the inside. Um, and once we have that, um, we sort of know that each level is going to be either two or three blocks tall in terms of like a floor within the building. Um, so when we build the outside, we take that into account. Um, and uh, since we've sort of been saturated in the whole outdoor campus part, like we, we have most of the outdoor buildings completed, um, we've been reaching out to uh, various campus officials for getting um, floor plans, essentially. Uh, originally, we sort of just built things based off memory, but we discovered that there were um, uh, various things like uh, fire plans on the side of or uh, at the doors of buildings mm -hmm. where you can kind of have a general approximation of the floor plan of the building. Um, some of those are available online. And we actually reached out to um, the campus, uh, I forget the name of the team, but they're responsible for development of uh, campus buildings and whatnot. And uh, they um, uh, actually provided us with a ton of floor plans for a ton of buildings. So once we have that, we kind of put up the walls and then we look at the, um, the items we have in game that are smaller than one block by one block where we can put things in like lamps or um, like desk tables. So um, for example, Walter Light Hall is one of the first buildings that we built an interior for, mostly because we are, we are all um, computer engineering uh, or the original team was, um, and uh, that's where our lounge is for where we study. So we built our main lab inside with all the computers uh, row by row. We even uh, built the EC department's offices and put our favorite uh, professors' um, uh, desks in their own offices with the correct room numbers and everything. And even the, uh, the auditorium has uh, little desks and a uh, projector screen and everything. All right. So um, that's sort of the process of how these are built. Um, well, as a, a soon you will be alumni, I understand you're graduating uh, this year. Congratulations to you on your accomplishments. Thank you. Uh, but as an alumni, I have a challenge for you that I'd like to see in the next year, possibly. Uh, maybe uh, for Frosh Week, <laughs> since virtual Frosh Week will be happening, maybe you can install a virtual grease pole. Can you do that? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, I challenge thee to make the virtual grease pull. And then maybe going back to or going forward to next year, uh, the engineering classes have always done a pretty remarkable job of doing something for April Fool's Day. 
maybe we can get that airplane in the in the tree again like we, like we used to see as well i challenge thee to, to, to put these little easter eggs if you will into the into the into the minecraft space sometime i will say we do have a bunch of easter eggs um all around literal easter eggs because we had an easter egg hunt during the tour mm -hmm. but there's also small little uh jokes and whatnot um which are always fun to have so like we've got a whole bunch of fun things and like squirrels we have squirrels everywhere <laughs> on campus <laughs> the golden squirrel there's no way to make it in game yet but uh, okay. <laughs> once it is yes oh okay this is super exciting i love it all right so kevin uh we have been chatting so much about the making of the space itself thank you for joining us back here on cfrc too kevin are you a minecrafter and and have you been building some spaces in there as well no i will uh i will uh be right up front with this um that i am not a minecrafter uh, my son was involved in this you know of course we were both the same age as Alex, and I remember him, you know, a dozen years ago, getting into this world of creativity, really, in building. So I've seen it from afar. But I, I will tell you that we, before we did the tour, I had to spend a night with my son so he could teach me how to move around the space. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm not, uh, I'm not experienced with that. But it's, it is just absolutely incredible, and it's one of those games that is that is really appealing to so many uh, young people around, uh, you know, boys, girls, because of the creative aspect of the game itself. Um, it is one of basically creating and building. Um, so it lends itself very well to engineering. Um, but I can tell you that when I, because I know it's built one block at a time, when I first saw the, the representation that they created, I, I was absolutely blown away by the scale and the level of detail. As Alex mentioned, that one, one meter by one meter, well, the resolution that you see is way finer than that. And the mm -hmm. fidelity is so high that it is a real true campus experience. Amazing. And now let's hear a little, a little bit more about how the two of you and your teams came to collaborate together on uh, making this project a part of the faculty's recruitment campaign this year. So Kevin, how did you hear about this space? And Alex, how did you connect with the Dean's office to collaborate together? Yeah, maybe I'll start and I can get Alex to fill in a little bit. Um, I first heard about it in the spring, as you mentioned, the kind of founding group kind of contacted me, letting me know that they were doing this. And I think one of the original ideas was to try to do convocation in Grant Hall. I either that, and I was like, wow, and we were struggling. How do you do convocation remotely? And I can tell you that we gave it serious consideration. And then there was all kinds of log logistical problems that went away. So then it just became something in the background that was really exciting that was going on. And I didn't know how it would be used. In the fall, I heard again from the group trying to get some of those detailed uh, drawings on campus. And we connected them with the physical plant services. And everybody that interacted with Alex, Cooper, Vasa, the others, were blown away by the competency of these people and their professionalism and character. So they just, everybody wanted to help. And we still didn't know what would happen. And then I think. Um, the idea of the recruitment, I'm not actually sure if that started within the student group or within my team, but 
Uh, my director of marketing is a Minecrafter, and he was Matt Shepard. Uh, quickly um, said, "This is going to be a fantastic idea," and then it gained momentum. But I can't. But I'll let Alex jump into because the logistical challenges of this were not trivial in any way, um, and there were some significant technological barriers uh, and logistical barriers to making this happen. Um, and uh, that's been in the work for quite a bit of time, hasn't it, Alex? Uh, yeah, so um, I, I honestly don't remember if it was Matt who reached out first. Um, I believe it may have been, actually. So you, you just, you have a really good marketing yeah. team at the faculty. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but yeah, we were super excited once we got the, once uh, both teams, I guess, got the ball rolling for this. Um, we uh there was a lot of initial emailing back and forward to determine the uh technical abilities uh, the logistics of how something like this would work um there were concerns like uh ensuring that um incoming students prospect students would have uh, access to uh minecraft accounts because they aren't free to start with so each each problem that we were um that we came up against uh we usually found some sort of solution like bursary accounts or um, uh, find in the right server configurations to enable such a large um, event. All, all of these things were worked on over email, over teams with both faculty and um, our, our exec this year to uh, ensure that we could move forward with the proper event. And th there was a point where it was no longer a um, can we do this? It was more like, when do we do it? And there was no clear point where we started asking that. It just sort of happened, I guess. So. Wow. So this turned into a fun, it started off as a fun, engaging project for a small group of folks, eventually grew into a larger group of folks. Then uh, it's not just about the building of the scaffolding of these buildings in this virtual space, but then it's also building the ability for uh, folks to be able to participate and tour it, even if they're not necessarily participating in it with the builds. Uh, what an extraordinary uh, collaborative effort. Uh, congratulations to you and your teams, both of you. So let's hear more too about the recent tour. So we get an idea of, we know what Queen's University looks like. What did the tour entail? You know, it was much the same in the sense that we had a tour guide, one of the one of the paid student guides um, uh, for the work for Queens. Uh, she's an engineering student. She was there. We had um, uh, representatives from the registrar's office to to answer questions about admissions. Uh, we all met. One of the unique things that struck me right away in the Minecraft world, you can do two things that you can't do in real world. We can fly. Um, so you can see all over, you get a nice bird's eye view. So you people were flying around um, and you can, is it warp? Is that the right word? They can transport you immediately from one part of camp. So the tour guide would go to the residence building and then hit a button and everybody would show up there. And then oh. give her a regular tour and she would move from place to place. And everybody is basically represented by an avatar. Um, so a, a figure, and at the same time, they're running the Discord channel. So we had voice communications at the same time. Um, and students, prospective students from all over the world 
walking around Queen's campus. Um, it was amazing, wasn't it, Alex? It was, I was just going to say, I hope you like the chart that the team came up with. Uh, came they, up they, you, the, the skin, <laughs> is that what you mean? It has the, uh, the beard and the... Uh, they did a yeah, fantastic exactly, job yeah. on the avatar to, to make uh, to, to get to capture the Dean look um, <laughs> that was a great represent us. I really appreciated that um, as did others in the game as well. Thank you. I'm, I'm intrigued by the idea of being able to teleport across campus in, in, in an instant as well. How many of us have been ever late for a class because your class <laughs> is on the other side of campus and you have 10 minutes between them? <laughs> we all know the struggle too. <laughs> Always. So, yeah. so let's hear more with the with the tour that you did, the virtual tour that you did in the, your in your Minecraft space. Let's hear more about the conversations that you were having with virtuals or with prospective students as well. Sure. Um, the it was you know the 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 campus tour guide was be able was able to you know do the kind of thing that they normally would do, but. Then we ran a, the Easter egg hunt that Alex mentioned. They had hundreds of these eggs all over so that so that students could disperse around the campus and get a real feel for campus because, of course, the tour guide could only hit three or four buildings at a time. And while that was going on, we had one of our students uh, talk about um, the benefits of Queen's, specific things about Queen's engineering. And at the same time, the visitors could type questions into a chat. And, and, and she could respond to those questions. And that turned into a question and answer period with myself. So they, the, all of these students uh, that were visiting had the opportunity to ask the Dean questions about the program, about engineering, all life on campus. Um, so it was a really an interactive affair. And it wasn't them just standing around or sitting in a lecture hall at the same time they were running around campus trying to find these Easter egg competitions. Um, so it was a really interactive, um, active uh, session. All right. Well, that just sounds like fun. I wish I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else to add on that, Alex? For sure, yeah. Uh, the nice thing about having the Easter egg hunt while uh, the um, uh, questions were being answered is people could just explore uh, places we never, uh, that we didn't have time to tour. Uh, um, during the structured tour. So um, people could go look at things they liked on campus while also learning about what it's like to be at Queens for engineering. So it's very, it worked out really well. I'm really pleased with how um, the teams uh, organized it, so. Fantastic. So what happens next for this virtual campus to and the tour? What's left to build? <laughs> um, we have over 150 registered builders who have gone through an application process, um, but there's always more to build and we always want more people to come in because everyone brings their favorite part of campus to the build. Um, they find the parts that they enjoy the most. Um, someone enjoyed Carruthers Hall actually, so that's been built. Um, there's no CFRC offices quite yet. Perhaps someone at CFRC might be interested. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're thinking about putting a music box inside the hall, you know, where the speaker is outside Crothers Hall for um, broadcasting the radio channel. Um, but yeah, ironically, the engineer, engineering building is not built on the outside, uh, nor is the faculty offices. <laughs> so perhaps soon that will be done. Um, I think the Isabel Bader 
Performance Center, I think it's called. Center for the Performing um, the, Arts. Uh, that's not quite built yet. And I think Center for the Performing Arts, exactly. But the um, Etherington Arts Center is built. And we're thinking about putting uh, perhaps the Rembrandts in actual images within the game. We're not quite sure if we'll do a virtual gallery or not, but that is something we can do. So. Oh, I bet you the Agnes would be interested in that. That sounds like fun. And what about Richardson Stadium and the new pavilion build? Not quite yet, no. Soon, though. Uh, West Campus has been a little neglected, yes, but um, soon, perhaps. So, All right. Well, it sounds like a great opportunity for uh, continued work on this project that looks like it could take years to do uh, and that students and alumni can participate in in perpetuity. And to that end, Alex, how can students and alumni participate in this project? Right. Um, as mentioned previously, so the, uh, if you Google uh, QU Craft or just Queen's um, Minecraft, uh, you should get our website, which is qucraft.me. Um, and uh, there's instructions on how to join the team. Um, we always accept any students, even incoming students, uh, to um, join uh, the community and absolutely alumni as well, because Everyone has some special part uh, of Queen's campus that they love to um, contribute with. So uh, any anyone and everyone is welcome. Uh, and a quick Google is always probably the quickest way to find this, so. Amazing. Anything else to add before we close today from either of you? I just wanna say again, I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of what these students have, have been able to create um, and I think there's there are that opens up potential uses. Uh, some of them that we're thinking about, and others yet to be imagined. Uh, this is this is a world of possibility. Wonderful, Alex. Last words. Uh, we have events all the time, and we collaborate with many different clubs, um, such as this Queen Squirrel Watching Club. Um, but other than that, uh, hopefully, some people uh, gain interest with joining the community and. Uh, um, we're excited to work with anyone moving forward. Um, it's a cool platform and hopefully people can come up with more additional ideas on how to use it. So, Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, both of you. Folks, we have been talking with Alex McKinnon, fourth year computer engineering student and co-president of QCraft, uh, the Queen's Minecraft team here at Queen's University, as well as Kevin DeLuzio, Dr. Kevin DeLuzio, the Dean of Faculty of Engineering and Applied Science, uh, all about the uh, new Queen's University Minecraft space and the virtual tour that just took place. Thank you both of you for spending so much time with us here on CFRC to chat about this amazing, really fun project. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. Always, always a great time with you guys.